Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, high school drama, mysterious sixth men basketball players, transformations, Tetsuya Ni, accidental hugs, and the sport of basketball. Listener discretion is advised. Let's go out there and have a great time. Yay! Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and manga reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Don, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, what's up? Yes, I know, it's been a couple of months since we've released an actual new manga review episode. Life has been crazy. I know. Things have been crazy. We've been going to cons. We've had one of our co-hosts, he kind of went crazy. We have a new co-host who's on tonight. Today, actually. Or is it tonight? What do you think? I believe it's tonight. It is tonight. I mean, most people are listening to this. It may be in the morning, but... Oh, all right. But it is tonight. You're right. Um, so, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, my goodness. So, um, I'm Sukihara. Um, I'm a casual anime fan. Um, I've, I've realized that after hanging around legit anime fans. Um... I don't know. What else do you want to know? I'm horrible at introductions. Well, there's no such thing as just a casual anime fan. It's either you're a fan of anime or you're not. It's If you can name someone from Inuyasha or if you can name someone from Naruto, then you are an anime fan. If you cannot do this thing, then <laughs> you are not an anime fan. Or if you do not know what kawaii means or ohio means, you are not an anime fan. I know one of them. Well, oh, they're the same. Um, yeah, so... They're the same. They're, no, they're both words that are pretty much similar, <laughs> even though they're not, and I'm talking myself crazy. I'm going to have to edit this out, probably. But you know what? It's getting a laugh, and it's getting you to, it's going to spot the chill. It's going to be a fun day tonight, guys and ladies, because we have a lot of good stuff going on right now. And also, I'm recording on the new laptop, because yes, the desktop is finally starting to die. It sucks, but things happen, and eventually I may get another desktop if we do another Indiegogo campaign. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. We're also on Tumblr, which I don't think anyone uses anymore, because that's not the new thing. Isn't the new thing Snapchat? Oh, if you're sending nudes to people, yeah. <laughs> at least it's not like we were trying to do chat roulette. That did not end well. 
Oh, um, no. We're just trying to talk to people, and just all you see is naked guy, naked guy, guy doing coke, guy sleeping. Yeah. It's not a good look. Yeah, we tried. We're always trying something new, especially this podcast, with all of our other podcasts, the movie review, book review, game review, and everything else. Eventually, Sukihara will be getting her own email account. So, with that in mind, should we get to the manga, or should we see what's going on in our own lives? Oh, no, we, we need to go straight to the, the reviews. Oh, yes, very true, because both of us probably have to, well, we have, well, let's get to it. So, if, to make it easier, I'll start, and then you can follow, or do you want to just get it out of the way? No, go ahead. Okay, so let's get this over with, and this, let's get this over with. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark Manga Review long ago, when we reviewed that lovely manga... Cyber Alice and Inabe-kun, which was so bad, it, and that was, oh goodness, that was a couple months ago. It was in June. That was episode. <laughs> I've recorded other stuff as well, don't worry. We had three convention reviews, we have game reviews, we have book reviews. It's just we've been a little behind because of everything. But, point is that, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto us that I'd be reviewing a manga, which surprisingly enough, is a sports manga. Sports mangas aren't really popular in the United States. People kind of get bored by them. They think, oh, I don't want to read about sports when I don't want to do it. But they're actually really cool and they're energized and psyched. And you just want to play games and just want to be pumped up, you know? It just it makes you feel awesome. No, they make you pumped up. They make you want to play the sport because you're reading this and it's so pumped really? ass. It's like watching Inuyasha fighting Sashomaru. It's going back, or better yet, Dragon Ball Z. Seeing a fight between... Goku and Vegeta as it's going back and forth. What's going to happen next? Is he going to throw an energy blast? Is he going to stab someone? We don't know. It's the same thing. You get that kind of pumped up, just crazy action. Yeah, but sometimes that can be frustrating. Especially when all they did was talk for like 15 minutes. That's true. But, <laughs> but in the sports mangas, it just goes, it's like two chapters of the, of the game going back and forth, back and forth, and that's it. And this one is surprisingly really popular it's the new thing that a lot well not new it came out a couple years ago but everyone's cosplaying it is it now because this came out in december 2008 to september 1st 2004 actually just finished i haven't read the ending of it oh wow okay because i haven't got that far yet and i don't think i want to go that far because this is an involved series there's a bunch of tv series there's a video game for the playstation portable there's uh and also there's for ds there's a movie supposedly coming out live action and this was, uh, as I didn't say before, it's created by Taratoshi Fujimaki. Now, he has done, besides this, not much else. He's done this. <laughs> and then in 2006, he won the Gekishin contest. But this is released in Japan by Shuisha, that lovely company that's like Shonen Jump. It actually was released in Shonen Jump. We haven't gotten it, unfortunately, and I doubt we're going to get it, even though it's really popular, because it's sports manga. Most sports mangas, even though if they're amazing, we don't get them. This just isn't, we're not interested. A lot of people, like like Hajime no Ippo, is an amazing series. It's great. It's awesome. It's still coming out, even though it started in the 70s. But just, oh, wait, that boxing one? Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked about that at the meetup. I'm like, who? They're like, how many boxing matches can this guy possibly have? Like, it's not just him. It's also his rival. It's also the other members in his his fight club. It's also the the owner, and it's just so you just get really pumped at it. That's the thing. It gets you that adrenaline going. Even the things like the cheerleading manga, it gets you pumped up because you're like, are oh, they going to be able to to do the pyramid before the end of the match? 
can I do it with even though at the the cheer squad leader she's broken her ankle? What'll happen? And this is like that. It's crazy. And this one, as I, as you probably guessed, for those of you who are wondering and clamoring and begging, it is Kuroku no Basket, or the basketball which Kuroku plays, or as we bastardized it, Kuroku's Basket. I know, weird title. Mm-hmm. But this one is, there's actually going to be a sequel coming out in December, because this is so popular. And the whole premise about this manga is that there was this Teiko Middle School a school that was renowned for their basketball team that was so amazing, so great, that the team was actually known as the Generation of Miracles. And these five players were renowned around the basketball world. Now, the deal was, as with everything, when you go to middle school, what happens at the end of middle school? You go to high school. Yes, you graduate. And surprisingly, the Generation of Miracles team broke up. They've split up, they've gone to different locations, different schools, and now they're almost become rivals of themselves. Now, our story actually opens up following a mystery, a mysterious sixth player that they've had, known as the Phantom Player, the legendary sixth man of Taiko High School, and our manga actually opens up in a really interesting way. This school, Saren High, it's opening day, and as with most mangas, you see it's club admission day. Everybody's trying to get people to join their club. And this little short guy's walking around, and you notice that everyone's, you know, they're harking their wares. They're saying, hey man, want to join the astrology club? But they're not focusing on the skylight. It's almost like he's a ghost. Like, literally, you think that they're talking to him, but then you see it's someone next to him. Like, you hear the manga club tries getting him, and no, it's the guy next to him. Or it's the astrology club, and they keep trying to just, he just walks past. And this is our main character. He is Kuroku Tetsuya. He was a member of Taiko Middle School's basketball club, and when he actually joins the Seiren basketball club, he fills out his application, they see Tesco Middle School, and he's like, oh my god, oh my god, this is one of the Generation Miracles. He's going to help us out, but wait, I've never heard this name before. What the hell is the deal with it? And as they're getting more players, they end up having their admissions. All right, So they have all their players, welcome to the basketball club, we're going to have our tryouts, and first thing we want you to do is meet Rico Ida, this young girl who is, you know, she's cute and like, oh, is that the manager? No, she's the team coach. And the first thing she says is, take off your shirts. I'm like, wait, what? And they're wondering, what the hell's wrong with her? Turns out that Rico, she learned from her father, who was a famous sports trainer, to assess people's abilities by their muscles and their athletic ability and this, that. And so she can read people's skills by just looking at them. And so she goes through all the different people in the club. She's like, okay, this guy, he's meh. This guy, he's really awesome. So she looks at Tetsuya and he is negligible. He is incompetent. Like, how the hell did this guy end up being a part of the Taiko High School if his levels are so low? There's a reason for it, but we'll get to that in a moment. So as she's looking around, she sees this other person who joined the team, and this is Taiga Kagami. Now Taiga is this huge basketball player who used to be in America. He came to from the United States to Japan. He's gonna play, and he wants to play to be the best, to fight the best, to be the best that he can be, and he is amazing. His stats are off the charts. And meanwhile, as they're walking around, she kind of forgets about that Kuroku was even there at first. She's like, wait, what? 
how the hell did you get here? And he's like, I was here the entire time. It's kind of, he has a zero presence. Like, no one even knows that he exists, that he's even there. It's kind of cool that you see this, that he has this kind of, he disappears randomly. Now, are they, now wait. Because, you know, it takes place in Japan. So, are they, like, tall? Because Japanese people really aren't all that tall. Well, Taiga's tall. Taiga's pretty tall. Like, tall by American standards. Yeah. Like, tall enough to play pro. Yeah. And he's, he's that good. And he becomes the team's power forward. And his and he's able to... He has jump. He's got game. And he can do the... His whole, his whole technique is the dunk. Because he can dunk. So as the tryouts go on, you see that these people, the new freshmen, they're okay. But Taiga is in a league of his own. He's amazing. He's great. He's able to jump shot. He can dunk. He's fast. He's amazing. And as they're watching... They kind of notice something else. They see, okay, so let's see how the weak guy's doing. They forget about him completely. They look, wait, what the hell is he doing? And they notice that Kuroku, because he has this zero presence going on, no one notices him. And he can't shoot really well, can't dunk, but the fact that they're not noticing him means if he gets the ball, he can pass it to anybody. He's the ultimate assist character. You send it to him, he pushes over, poof. He gets it to Taiga, Taiga makes a shot. He passes it again to Taiga, makes a shot. No problem, and they can't catch him because they keep not focusing on him. It's almost like he has a perception filter that makes them kind of ignore him, and they realize that's his skill. That's what he's good at. He's an assistant. He is the person who helps out whoever the big player is, and they realize he's an asset. And so our freshman characters, these are the two that they want to focus on is Taiga and Kuroku, who are the best that they can be. They are the ones that are going to be amazing. And as they show up, the running gag of no one remembering where Kuroku is shows up when they go to a restaurant and Taiga sits down and Kuroku's right in front. He's like, wait, what the hell? What are you doing here? He's like, I was sitting here first. And we find out what Taiga's dream is that he wants to beat the best. He wants to be the best in Japan, the best in the world, and he wants to fight the best to excel and keep pushing himself forward. And you find out Kuroku's dream. Now, Kuroku, on the other hand, what he wants to do is he admits that he loves basketball. It's his favorite thing in the world. and He considers himself a shadow. He's not important. He is the guy who's behind the scenes. He's, you know, in the old plays, you had the set designers and whatnot, they'd work on, they'd be wearing black clothes, and they kind of, you wouldn't see them, but they would adjust things while the play is going on, and you have the main player in front. Mm -hmm. That's what he considers himself. And his job is to help whoever he picks as his light to achieve greatness. And he's now decided that Taiga, Kagami, is his light. So he is going to be the person that he's going to make amazing and great. So, pretty much, this is a bromance series. It's about these two guys who are working together to the best they can be. Now, what is any shonen series without an antagonist? And, as we know, the antagonist is the generation of miracles, the various players. And our first one is someone who's actually very close to Kuroku, and that is Kyota Kisei. Now, he was the rookie of the generation of miracles. He was the same age as Kuroku. But his deal is, unlike Kuroku, he's a copycat. He mimics the moves and plays of other players, so he's really good. He can't do, like, the Generation of Miracles. He can't copy them, but he can copy everyone else. And he becomes a thorn in their side. They end up playing a pickup game, and you find out that he has a weakness, which is he can't copy Kuroku. And from there, it becomes a very interesting basketball game where you find out the weakness of him, you find out Kuroku's weakness, and it is the Shonen Power Creep. They're playing, they learn more about each other. They lose, they get better, they learn more techniques, and there are some insane techniques in this series. 
it is a series which does psych you up and it catches you up and makes you interested to learn more about the game and it just you get psyched by it it is a fun series it is so this is all in a manga yes you're confused no it's just that normally when there's action a manga doesn't really portray it that well because it's not i'm just i'm just trying to figure out how so, they would do that. a lot of times they do a lot of time well a lot of mangas do sports mangas are very good at this where it shows the action shows how the movement of the players works and this completely encapsulates that it shows all the movements and it shows all the action and it's really it gets you engaged it gets you interested especially as they're going on to the matches i see i mean it gets you just like you're just reading this you're like suddenly i want to read more i want to see where this goes i want to see what freaking happens next so point is that you have all these designs and you have this whole universe which is created and it's so interesting it's cool to see how it all goes how it starts off with as tetsuya says you're gonna be my light i'm gonna make sure you're all good and it's all about showing that they're not just for show that they are serious that they are there is no team that is unbeatable that they can come they can get their goal and they are going to beat the generation of miracles no matter how, even though that some of the Generation Miracles have insanely weird powers. And my powers are just weird basketball techniques that you've never heard of. Okay. And it, ma- it makes you want to play basketball. And the manga is really good. Of course, since it's very popular among the fans, it has created a bunch of doujinshi circles, especially Yaoi. Even though there's no Yaoi in the series, but everyone wants these two characters to... A lot of these characters to... <laughs> to Seme Ume. But... Overall, it's an interesting series. You have a lot of fun at the settings. Or it's typical high school manga, but doesn't even focus on the high school too much. It's not like Beck, where Beck was. It's about a band, but the band, like their entire chapters where they don't even focus on the band, where they're just kind of trying to get shit together. This focuses on the basketball. That's what it focuses on. It focuses on the training. It focuses on the school. And I kind of like that. Now, on the other hand, though, it is a little tedious. As with all Shonen series, as you can guess, as I explained earlier, this has the Shonen power creep formula where it is. You have a fight, good guy wins. You have another fight, another rival shows up, good guy loses. So he has to learn a new technique. Wash, rinse, repeat. Over and over and over again. And this does get tedious. It does get a bit boring. And it just, after a while, like, uh, can something else go on? And it does take some time. And you also do have a sort of tournament arc. So there are a lot of tropes that other shonen series have and that it's a little you'd want something a little more not natural but a little more original and it feels like it is lacking a bit i mean it's an interesting and fun series and it is a series that does engage you but like i said it's not original it's something which is kind of old hat even though it's basketball which is a little different and unlike tough unlike the other series about basketball it is a little different, and I do like the fact that you do have that mysterious character, but it is missing something to it. I know, you go really, really good, then I explain the bad parts. And the art design for the characters is kind of... It's not bland, but I've seen it before. It's... Uh, Fujimaki kind of... You can see he cribbed off of others, and... I don't know, it just wasn't super... It didn't grab me. It wasn't like... 
Helter Skelter, where it's just weird enough where you're like, ooh, that looks kind of cool. Or like um, Tropic of the Sea, where it was everything was super detailed. This is just kind of in the middle. So, overall, out of ratings, I'm going to have to give this a... Give for me Crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. I mean, it's good. It's interesting. Wait a minute. No, it's good and interesting, but here's the deal. When you put it down and you're not a fan of it, meh. I got other stuff to read. You were, like, all about this, and then you're like, uh, it's whatever. <laughs> this is, it's a three out of five. Mm, let's see. Do the math on that. Three out of five is, what, like a 60? Well, it's like a 60. It's good. It's pretty good. The, the height. Do you want a D plus or a D? No, it's not a D. A D is going to be your local reading material. This is a C. It's an even C. All right. I mean, the way you were talking about it, I mean... It's an interesting series. It's fun. It's good. But it didn't... I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I mean, I could say it was the worst thing possible. I didn't. I, there are good aspects of it. I do find it interesting that you have this character who is essentially... No one can see him. But, you know, they run that joke into the ground in ten minutes. They run, they run the joke of him being invisible into the ground. There's a lot of running gags that are run into the ground. A lot of stuff is really... You can guess where it's going immediately. In the plot, you could say, okay, it's going to be set A, B, C, D, E. They don't do anything truly revolutionary with it. They don't push the boundaries. It's kind of like they're... He, he plays... Ah, what would have made it better? Hmm. What would have made it better? Yeah, because you can't complain and not have, you know... No, 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 I agree, I agree. I mean, the art style was milk toast. It was okay, yeah. wasn't great. He could have improved the art style, made it a little more... But it's all art styles and, and whatnot. But it's still, it's a nice art style, and you, the characters aren't the same, but it's just kind of, I would have liked a little to push the envelope a little more. But it is, it is Shonen, so Shonen does stick a lot the same. It does keep that kind of, that it's for boys, and you want that. But you know what? You're right. I've been a little too hard on this, so I will bump it up to my to my catch-all. I will bump it up. No, to, don't don't do it on my behalf. You you seem very adamant. I don't know. I'm well, new to this. Well, like I said, for this one, but you do do bring some valid points. It does sound like I'm a little wishy-washy on it, and I am a little wishy-washy on it. It's a good series. I mean, I don't like sport manga too much. I like a bunch of them, but this one I will anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's a decent manga. It's decent. It's entertaining. If we had it, the other reason why I drop it off, it loses points, is because we're never going to get it over here. That's not that their fault. It's I mean, not. That's it's not their fault, but accessibility is kind of important. I mean, what it if someone, like I mean, you can probably go online and read it. Like it's. We're never going to get it over here, and that's a shame. We're not going to get the anime. We're not getting the manga. So you know, it kind of yeah, sucks. We might. I don't know. We might. You're saying it's as good as it's. It's it's good. It's not like it's not it's not kill a kill level. It's not attack on Titan level. It's not Knights of Sidonia level. It's good, but it's not. It's gotta push itself further. It's gotta give more than what it has. It's not no game, no life. It's not where when I put it down I like game no game, no life, that anime, I couldn't put it down. I had to watch the whole thing. This one I could put down, I forget forget about it. And not think about it. It's not on my mind. But, I mean, that's my point of view. If you disagree, remember, you can email me. It's at gmail.com or zanspirekin.com. 
Let me know what you guys think. And for all of you Kuroku fans, please tell me how wrong I was with this review, all the little mistakes I made, and how I didn't give enough love to Tetsuya Nii, a little dog that the club adopts, and they actually give him a jersey. He's a little, like, uh, I think he's a Shiba Inu. Oh, nice. Those are so cute. Like, uh, what's his name? Like, I from Cowboy Bebop, one of those? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, well, that's he's a corgi, but it's like imagine. Oh, God damn it! I always get those two confused. He's like a the little wolf dog. He's like a little wolf dog. He's black and white. Looks like a little wolf, and he has a little jersey. (laughs) He's adorable. Amazing. So, with that in mind, so are you ready? So I am Sukihara, and what I'm reviewing is Fruits Basket. And I'll never forget the first time I came in contact with it because I don't know if you remember, if you're old enough to remember back when they had like coconuts, like, you know, the music store. I actually worked for coconuts and also for FYE. I yeah, and then, I worked for them. And then FYE bought them out. So all the coconuts became FYE. And I would go there and I would buy used CDs like all the time. And so when I was up there, they had like this fruits basket. You know, I was into anime. They had this fruits basket DVD, but they had it there and it was, and I just, thought it was like the cutest thing and dude it was like 99 cents so I was like why not get it right so I bought it and it was just like the most cute but extremely cheesy anime ever but like I had to like go out and I totally watched the whole series within like a month or two and so I really liked it so but to my surprise, like, the anime ends before Fruits Basket actually finishes. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know why. Like, you have manga, and then when it gets transformed into an anime, like, they edit it. And I, for the life of me, I honestly hate that. Because, like, the manga is actually a lot darker than the anime series, which kind of made me, like, really sad. But anyways, the manga for Fruits Basket was published between July 1998 and November 2006. Written and it's illustrated by Takaya Natsuki, who actually won an award for Fruits Basket because Fruits Basket was the bestseller sojo in Japan, and it's the second bestseller in the U.S., which I never knew, but, I mean, it's, it's so cute. It was really popular. I didn't know that. See, this is what I mean when I'm like a casual anime fan. I didn't know that. When I was buying it for 99 cents, I'm like, what? This is a deal. I didn't know that. So, yeah, it was, I guess it was. I was ignorant to that fact. It's published by uh, Haku Shinsa. It has 23 volumes. The genre is fantasy, comedy, drama, reverse harem. Which I just found out that harem is when you have a male surrounded by female characters, but since it's in reverse, it's reverse harem. So it's female surrounded by male characters. Ooh. And then, of course, you have your romance, and of course, you have your fantasy, because, you know, they. I'll explain it later. So, anyways, so the demographic is shoujo, which was perfect for me, because I thought it was like the cutest in the manga ever. And the manga was just, ugh, oh, it's so cute. But, like, it's. I don't know, it gets dark sometimes, it's crazy. It takes place in Japan. You have this young girl who's a teenager in high school if between the ages of 16 and 18, no one really knows, it doesn't really matter. Her name is Toru Honda, and um, she becomes an orphan after her mother dies in a car accident. Um, she's forced to live with her grandfather, but he's renovating his house. And so the grandfather's like, look, I'm gonna go live with someone, you can go live with your friends. 
she can't really do that, so she decides to live in a tent in the woods, which is, um, which what eventually happens is she's discovered by this Shoma family, and the Shoma family is basically cursed by the Chinese zodiac, which means um, when they're hugged, when they're stressed, or when they're weakened, they turn into the 12 animals of the Chinese zodiac. Oh, there's also this other guy who I'm going to explain later named Kyo who turns into a cat and apparently for whatever reason the cat is not part of the Chinese zodiac which I take offense to but you know whatever it's cool though because you know I'm a tiger but still like tiger is part of the cat I'm um, guessing you're you're a Kyo fan I am he's, he's my favorite well actually no there's another one who's my favorite so basically Toru finds out they have this curse and so the whole story is her trying to break the curse, basically. So the characters, of course, you have the main characters, Toru Honda. You know, she's just your typical happy-go-lucky teenage girl, very optimistic, very happy, very polite, always saying sorry for things she doesn't even do. Of course, Toru has very protective female friends. One of them, I believe her mother stayed from a gang because her mother was in a gang herself. Like, dude, these backstories for these characters are amazing. I'm not even going to spoil it. But so she has two protective friends who does like the maternal and paternal thing. Of course, she has a grandfather, but like he rarely like appears in the manga because like she lives with him for a brief period of time. He kicks her out, she comes back to live with them, but then the Somas come back and get her and she like leaves and like for some reason her grandfather is like okay with this. Like I don't know Japanese culture, it's just whatever. Is we have the Soma family. Now keep in mind there's the Chinese zodiac, which means there's twelve people, because there's twelve for the Chinese zodiac, and then there's someone who's in charge of the zodiac, and then we have Kiyu who's like this animal who's cursed but he's not part of the Chinese zodiac so you have 12 characters of the family you get to know all 12 then on top of that because of the backstories you get to know at least their parents so there's like two people for each 12 characters and that's like too many characters to go over so I'm just gonna go over maybe like four maybe five because there's like five that are like really important to me I don't know you, you'll find your own favorite character. And the cool thing about it is the Chinese Zodiac, each animal has their own distinctive personalities. And so normally if a character is the pig, he'll have like those characteristics of the pig. So it's pretty simple. So the first person you have is Akito Soma. And he's head of the Soma family. And what's ironic, Japanese culture, they love to play with ironies. He's head of the Soma family. He's the god of the Zodiac because he doesn't actually change into an animal. But he's the god of the Zodiac. And even though he's extremely powerful and he's head of the household, he's extremely sickly. And, you know, he's pretty much a dick because he inflicts a lot of emotional and physical trauma to his other family members. And pretty much, um, yeah, he's just... He's like your typical bad guy, and that's who we're trying to defeat so we can lift the curse. The curse, I think, affects like the firstborn of each family. And he also has a little secret, but that we can't talk about. I, I'm not doing spoilers. Okay. Stop it. Stop. Stop. stop okay. Stop. Okay. Okay. I'll be, I'll be good. Okay. And then you have Yuki Soma, and he's basically the rat of the Chinese zodiac. And you know, he's the typical, you know, he's 
you know, he's handsome, he's intelligent, he's very competent, but he's mysterious. So, you know, all the girls over in the high school are, like, swooning over him. But because of Akito, he actually has very low self-esteem. It's weird. And he's a bit of a loner. Like, he likes to distance himself. He doesn't make friends easily, even though he's, like, the most popular guy in the school. Again, irony. So then you have Kyo Soma, which is like my number two. He is cursed by the cat, which I already explained is not an animal in the Chinese zodiac. He's very quick to anger. He's very competitive, especially with Yuki, who's his rival. You know, cat, mouse. You know, and but despite all of this, though, like this dude is like very suave. He's very charismatic, and he makes friends very easily. So Yuki kind of is jealous of his ability to do that. Then you have Shigure Soma, which, oh my goodness, when I was watching this, he was like, when I was watching the anime, he was by far my favorite. But in the manga, he's he's a bit of a dick, too. He's older than the rest of them. I think he's about, he's in his late 20s, maybe early 30s. He's the dog of the Chinese Zodiac. He's a writer, a very perverted writer. He's very perverted himself. And in the manga, he's he's pretty dark he doesn't mind manipulating people for his own agendas but at the same time he's very lazy and very nonchalant about like what he does and he's your typical older perverted guy which i think represents what all japanese males maybe i don't know but anyway so shiguri along with yuki lives in the house and they are the ones who discover Toru living in a tent on their property somewhere. And Shiguri is actually the one who makes fun of her about it. He's, like, such a dick about it. But, like, whatever. And then Kiyu comes to live with them eventually because of Akito telling him to go live with them. Anyways, so these three guys are, like, the main guys that Toru interacts with. So, so then those are three, and then I'm going to do two more who are pretty important to me. First one is Hattori Soma, who's also the same age as Shigure, and he's the dragon of the Zodiac. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, wow, that's cool, but he turns into a seahorse. And he's very insecure about that, because, I mean, you're supposed to be a dragon, and you turn into a seahorse. But it's crazy. So, anyway, so he's the family doctor that is responsible for you everyone in the Soma family, but he's also responsible for erasing memories of anyone who finds out about the curse. And he's actually erased a lot of people's memories to include, I believe, his own fiance. But I'm not going to spoil that anymore. He's pretty, he does what Akito tells him to do, but serene guys, like, you know, it's whatever. He doesn't really, he's not really emotional at all. Now, my favorite character from the anime as well as the manga will always be Momoji. Stop Momiji, yay! He's like the cutest little girl boy ever. But oh my goodness, when he grows up, oh, he becomes so handsome. But anyways, so you meet him and he's like a little kid. Well, he looks like a little kid, but actually he's like the same age as like the rest of them. Like he's the same, I think he's like a little bit younger than Toru. And Momiji is, is by far my favorite character because he's like a cute little rabbit of the Chinese Zodiac, but like he's just so freaking cute. He's half German and half Japanese, and his father's like extremely rich. And 
uh, I don't want to spoil his backstory, but his, he's like extremely adorable. He's cheerful and he's a bit, you know, girly even though he's a boy. To me, out of all the people who are cursed in the Soma family, I believe that Momoji has like the worst backstory. Um, and that's just in my opinion. He has like the worst backstory. There's other people in the family who have like horrible backstories too. But like Momoji out of all of them is by far like the most balanced. You know, like everyone has like bipolar or they're just like, you know, I'm popular but like I have low self-esteem or, you know, I have low self-esteem but I'm really popular. But Momoji is like amazing. He's like so freaking adorable. I love this little kid. And I don't want to spoil anything. Don't spoil it, especially for Momiji because he's Momiji. And he has the greatest uh, image song ever. Yeah, he does. And um, in the manga, there's there's a lot of love triangles. So you have to figure that stuff out. And Momiji is involved in a love triangle as well. There's a hint of incest in this manga, for sure. It's on a scale of one through, like, incest. It's probably, like, around a two or three. But, like, there's hints of it. And Momoji's story as well. But, like, out of all of them, he's, like, the most stable and the most cute. And he takes to Toru so well because, like, they're, like, on the same wavelength. So, there are... There's definitely other characters. I've only gone over, what, like, that was, like, five? Yeah. So, there's, like, there's, like... A whole bunch of others. There's the pig. There's the ox. One of them, pig, ox, cow, rooster. Um, the horse, the snake. The, horse, the, the snake. Tiger. Oh, goodness, the snake. Okay, so Yuki is the rat. His brother is the snake. And I think that's like, that's kind of cute, you know, a snake and a rat, but whatever. I think that's cute. But yeah, so a lot of them are cousins, some of them are related, but they all have like this really crazy backstory dealing with Akito mainly because like he's the one who tells you what to do and when to do it and how to do it and if you go against his wishes like he'll like mess you up and it's crazy like he's so mean so anyways yeah what I liked about this manga the manga is a little bit darker it's a little bit more emotional but I like it it's, it's filled with drama I mean that's what you're definitely getting from this is drama what I and what I also liked about in the manga, like on the sides of it, you have like the little side notes from the author, and she's telling you about herself, which I think is cute. I don't know if like people do that in mangas. Like, yeah, no, it's a common trope. Um, I forgot she has a weird uh, self-image though. I forgot what she draws herself as. Really. I forgot. I'll remember later. Um... Yeah, that was cute. I like to do that. Um. What's in my lake? There's nothing to not like about this main good, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, the art style is pretty plain. You know, you got big eyes. And, you know, all the guys look like chicks. I mean, but that's, like, cute, right? And um, all the chicks look like chicks. So, there you go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not very detailed. There wasn't really anything I disliked about this manga, to be honest with you. You were all good with it? You loved all of it? I, I did. I mean, some of it was a bit much. It's it's pretty cool. And then, like, it's drama. Like, what do you not like about drama? You think something's one way, and then, no, it's totally not that way. And then you think these two are going to end up, oh, that's what I really loved about this manga is the end. Because in the anime, you don't really get an ending. 
but in the manga you get like a like you get closure and then it's like you know it's it's happy you know that's what i like about it sometimes the japanese can be too too dark and everything's we all die or commit suicide or something but in this one it's it's extremely cute yeah this one actually has an ending for the characters it doesn't end in an open ending it actually closes it it closes it for sure so but i would depends on what you're into my rating for this would be like you totally borrow this from a friend and you don't return unless offered pocky or better yet jewelry i i could care less about pocky we we need to up the ante so yeah so you're saying jewelry okay yeah for sure like this is a really good manga like you know from start to finish it's drama it gets points for momiji i'll give you that it gets a lot of points for momiji because momiji is momiji yeah He's one of the best characters in the series. He's so cute. So freaking adorable. I just, I love him. Ah. Uh. But, so yeah, so you're going to give it a uh, ball from a friend? So what So what was the thing that was a detriment then? What didn't, why didn't it get that? Oh no, it's it's an amazing shoujo for sure. I mean, she won an award, it was best selling, it's really popular apparently. I didn't know that. But like, it's, I just think really, really really fucking cool if you don't read this now your eyes will swell up your brain will freeze and your soul would be forfeit to, to the something. great zomo gustav <laughs> hello plato yeah no it's not it's just not that amazing yet it's getting there i mean it's done so i don't think it'll ever get there it's urgent that you read it like as soon as possible like it's a cute little it's like it's like Chobits. Like Chobits wasn't that fucking amazing, but like it's cute, you know. Okay, I get you. Now, what uh, would be really, really, really fucking cool is Attack on Titan. That would fit that description. Actually, I believe we gave that. I think we gave Attack on Titan really, really, really fucking cool. Yeah. Yes, that, we did. Yes, yeah, well, so that would be like you know. We also gave Aori Yoshi. Surprisingly, that's a good series. Well, that's a harem series. But anyway, so that's... Yeah. And ironically, if you'd noticed, I didn't even realize it till now, both of our mangas had the word basket in it. Oh, because of basketball. Kuroko no basket and fruit basket. We could have done something with basket for the opening, but it's c'est la vie. That's life, guys. Um, So let us know what you think. If you liked... Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot to say that. Like, If you have any complaints, like there's nothing you can do about it because... I you have can, no contact information. <laughs> just send us an email at sparkin at gmail.com. And I'll but make I'm pretty sure ca- they'll love it. I mean, it's a really good thing. People love the series, and you will get praise upon praise. Well, I will be lynched for dis- for being rude to Kuroko no Basket. Yeah. You're, you're like, I love it. Then you're like, well, no, it actually sucked. I was like, oh. No, I focus on the happy parts. Okay. You focus on the happiness. Then you go to the bad. Weird weights do you review? <laughs> well, it's taking the bandit off slow. <laughs> but, um, so with that in mind, um, remember, check out any of our early episodes at www.sparkin.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. We are 10 episodes away from episode 200. So hopefully we'll be able to do it this time. Not have to wait another year. Yeah. We're going to see what we can do. We have, uh, Eight weeks and no, ten weeks. So hopefully we can do this. I guess it's that part we've all been waiting for. So I'm talking about that one. 
That only. The Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a wheel of four to a ten slots. So what we're going to do is our lovely co-host has made, taken the ten mangas that we're going to put on the wheel and randomize them for me. And, she'll, and when I spin, whatever number lands in, that's what we're reviewing in the next episode. Okay, so you actually have a, a, pro- a property that's really popular by Shonen Jump. One Punch Man. God damn it. Alright, I want to see what it's about. I just don't know what it's about. It's like, well, if he hits people with one punches, then... It's know. it's like a superhero satire. Oh, I want to watch it now. Uh, it's only the manga, but it'll, I'll give you a link to it. It's it's interesting. It's it's just... Sorry. Anyways, is he black or is he white? He's white. And this is a shonen. Which yeah. means I'll have some action, so I'm happy about it. It's action and it's weird. It's crazy. It's fun. You may like it. Um, so let me spin and see what I'm going to review in the next episode. Since we'll see, maybe it'll be something weird or fun, or we'll see. Okay. So, oh, that's really weird, but okay. So in the next episode, I'm actually going to be reviewing something we've reviewed the anime of. We reviewed the anime back in supplemental episode X. Supplemental episode X. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a story about a girl in her Sailor Fuku outfit. What am I talking about? I'm talking about in the next episode. I'm going to be reviewing Kill a Kill. Craziness. Have you seen it? Um, I'm currently watching it. It's awesome. Best character is Mako. <laughs> okay. You just you don't like Mako? Hallelujah. Wait, <laughs> that has action too, so that's pretty good. So we got two good ones. We got two action series. It's gonna be fun. Next episode is uh, episode one ninety one. So amazing. This is a good first episode for you. Amazing. So, guess that's it for this episode. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, we always do. Send us your email. Send us your comments and concerns. Comment on the website. And you have anything you'd like to say to our loving, adoring fans? The all fives of the tens of the hundreds of them? Let's see. Oh, well, no. Not really. Good night, I guess. Or good just... morning. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening. Uh, good morning, good evening, and good night. <laughs> what is it? Salutations? Something yes. Like that. Yeah, that. Salutation. So we're out of here. Uh, uh, we're Gonsville. I'm your Hosan. Sukihara. Catch you guys next time. <laughs> Have a good one.